Non-Fungible Queens, a podcast for the queens and the in-betweens. I'm Hodel Hill. I'm Kay Duck. Welcome back to another episode of NF Queens. Today we're joined by Jennifer Sudo. Thank you so much for coming on to chat with us today. We're super excited for you to be here. Hey, yeah, I'm so excited to be on the show. I know we've been talking about this for, for a couple weeks now, so <laughs> it's exciting to finally be able to chat with you ladies i know yeah, it's so sure. schedules and you know time time zones booking with guests that i i find that like so hard i'm like i want to be so accommodating but i know everyone has such little time in their schedules so yeah thank you for taking the time out joining us of course so we want to know a little bit more about you um how how what's your background and how did you start how did you first get involved in crypto and nfts um so I first got into crypto um, in 2017, and honestly, Ty Lopez got me in, which I know everybody always roasts Ty Lopez, but he, like, was doing a lot of, like, crypto podcasts and, like, interviewing people um, that are big in the crypto space and everything, and I just got, like, really into into crypto, um, yeah, in, in 2017, and then, um, and then I kind of, you know, I put, I put money into crypto, and then I just kind of, like, forgot about it and didn't really do much. And then it wasn't until like the end of 2020 um, when I uh, discovered NBA Top Shot and and Crypto Kitties like a little bit before that. Um, and yeah, I would say NBA Top Shot was really like my uh, my entry into NFTs. And you know, since then I've gotten into a ton of other um, you know Ethereum based and Flow based projects and. It's just been a lot of fun. And I have my own NFT podcast as well, uh, the NFT Catcher podcast. So, yeah, it's just been a blast um, being in the space and also working in Web3. Um, I work for Evaluate Market, which is like an NFT analyzer site. And, yeah, it's just been such a journey, but a lot of fun. So are you a basketball fan? What drew you to Top Shot at first? Um, I'm honestly not a basketball fan. I just that's um, interesting I know right (laughs) like I I collect I spend thousands on these digital video clips and I don't even watch basketball so like do you know do you do research and like know who the players are so like when you get a pack or like and you see a certain player like are you excited or you just yeah I mean so I actually now I actually just hold on to packs um kind of like a different type of strategy I'm going for where I just hold on to packs and then I'll buy like on the marketplace moments that I actually want to collect okay. um, and I'm a huge like s1 collector it's like the first series on top shot I just I, I really um I really like s1 moments just because I think they're like historically significant being the first series and you know I'm not really too much of a player collector I'm more of like a I guess series collector um they also recently added WNBA so I've been collecting like some WNBA moments and um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like I know a lot of the players now because, you know, just through like learning about them on Top Shot and like watching their moments. Um, I actually just went to a, a basketball game last night, uh, Trailblazers versus uh, the Mavericks. So and that was just fun. Oh, nice. So but. do you have like any moments from that team that you really like? Were you like, you know, excited that you were going to this game? Um, I don't even know. I have like almost 600 moments or so. So like it's, I don't exactly know everybody who I have. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I I don't know. I probably have some of their moments, I'm sure. 
yeah that's cool though so it's definitely um it's it's actually different to see but more of like the collector route like like you were saying the series and stuff that's pretty cool because i know you know a lot of tot shop people are like diehard basketball fans like that's why they're in it so it's kind of cool to see the other side of it oh yeah for sure i i mean i guess i just really um you know was was into the fact that dapper labs was creating this product that was you know licensed with the nba and like i just felt like it was going to be a lot of people's gateway into like you know crypto and and blockchain and everything and so i don't know i think that's that's the reason why i got into it just for the tech and then you know i kind of just became emotionally attached to these moments and you know i just started becoming a collector i get the emotional attachment <laughs> I have a hard time selling yeah. any NFTs. I know. It's honestly so hard. Like, <laughs> it's so weird, too, because it'll be like, oh, I could literally have $20,000, but I'm choosing <laughs> this picture of an animal. Like, what is this? Yeah, it's crazy. So, speaking of that, what are some other projects? You said, you know, um, a lot of Ethereum based. What are some projects that you've minted or joined the community of? Um, right now I'm really into BYO pills. I have a cool cat. Uh, I have a doodle. Um, I usually just have one of things. I have a hape. I'm into the hape, which I'm like, Ooh, unrevealed still, right? Yeah. Unrevealed. So oh, are I'm... you holding through the reveal? <laughs> See, that's, that's the hard thing. I, don't <laughs> I know that it's, you know, we've seen time and time again, right? yeah mechaverse exactly post reveal the floor always drops right so it's like it makes logical sense to sell right before and then just buy back later right and then you just you know you get a couple ETH. but But it's that what if in the back of your head (laughs) yeah but it's like what if i get the rarest one one? yeah exactly oh and then i know there's a lot of people that are like man you just can't go back and look but i'm one of the people i have to go back and look like i have to know what i sold (laughs) even if it's gonna kill me i have to really oh man yeah you know what i don't do that but then sometimes people dm me and they're like oh you know the one that you sold this is what it ended up being and i'm like why did you do this to me like i I know like please no please just let me forget (laughs) Yeah, that's it, it's definitely a tough decision. Um, I, I I'm actually excited to see what you decide. So I think you should um update Twitter, update your fans with what you decide because <laughs> it, it's hard. Yeah, I you know what I was even thinking because I'm kind of I'm like torn between just holding on to it because then it's like it's also kind of a flex if you're like oh yeah I'm holding the one that I minted you know or if I should just sell and then buy back in. Um, I don't know. I might I might like make a poll and like let the people decide <laughs> like ah. i know that's probably not the best way to do it but low-key i'm like i might just do that the, then you, you can to... you know go ahead oh go ahead you go ahead. oh i was gonna say you got to mint because you're a part of a different community too right for the hate yes house akiba um they have this whole like genesis membership and what's crazy is that when they came out with that um it was $500 when they dropped it and it could have been up to 10,000, but they said, okay, they were going to have, you know, a couple weeks where people could, could mint these and then whatever didn't sell, they were going to burn and literally only 810 sold. And so, um, yeah, they've really, honestly, like for, for not really having that much hype in the beginning, they've really exceeded a lot of people's expectations with, you know, what 
what they do and they've been doing a lot of collaborations and and um yeah I don't know I've just been really impressed with them um and so yeah I I had bought a house Kiva membership months ago for like an ETH which is kind of a lot you know to just like buy an nft you know that that you could have gotten for 500 dollars, but oh you didn't so you know now you have to bite the bullet and pay more um but it's just one of those ones that i want to hold on to long term um and i know some people are like long term what does that mean and it's like i don't know like maybe forever um maybe you know just several years i don't really know but my intentions are, are to hold on to that one long term. Anything over a month, I think, is long term. Anything <laughs> over yeah. a month. Yeah. But what a return already, even from like yeah. capes. Yeah. I know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, I definitely have to keep this thing now. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm like feeling as well. I really like this method of um, the different projects working together and giving the allow list or whatever to. A new project like I hold a letter by Vinnie Hager and it's going to give me the weather report Ooh. list and it's very exciting Bes- besides the the price of the letter like it's getting me into so many other cool projects so oh that's awesome. valuable that way when when did can I ask you ladies a question yeah <laughs> of, course. of course okay I was just curious when did you two get into nfts and like well what's one of your favorite projects that you hold you want to go first? Sure. I got in at the end of July of 2021, so not that long ago, <laughs> I guess. Um, and I have a Roboto that I minted that I love. And nice. And a little Robo pet that matches. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah. I, well, I'm pretty similar too. I think I was like towards the end of June. Um, I have a friend who has an ape, unfortunately, and I mean, not unfortunately for him, but unfortunately for me, I didn't listen to him when he <laughs> when he told me to check out this That's project. Great. So, yeah, right. it is. But, you know, got to look forward now. Um, but no. So he was just like he kept telling me about NFTs in general. Uh, he, it, he got into Top Shot as well. And then he, you know, trickled over. He's like this is like really cool. It involves crypto and stuff like that. And for the longest time, I just like kind of brushed it off. And then I don't know what made me, but one day I was just like, all right, like, let's do it. So I just jumped in and and really ever since then, it just feels like a whirlwind. Like I've just been consumed by it since then. Um, but that's awesome. I would say, yeah, I, I, uh, I really like dead fellas. Um, shout out to Betty and psych. What they're doing is really cool. Um, I have a doodle. Uh, the first, and the, yeah, and the first project I ever bought was Slacker Duck Pond. So shout out to the pond. I still do have it. You know, nice. that's that's one I got to hold forever too. Yeah, it's always nice holding on to your first NFT. Yeah, I for have sure. to hold on to mine because they're not worth anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nobody uh, wants yeah. to buy them, so and sometimes that happens. <laughs> yep, a liquid JPEGs. Yeah. So you mentioned that you have um, a podcast as well. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and, uh, you know, what your podcast is kind of about? Yeah. Um, so my, uh, me and my co-host, uh, Michael, he has an ape. And we just, every single week um, on Sundays, we kind of just recap some of the major events that happened uh, in the NFT space. And then we'll also kind of talk about um, our journeys as well. Like, you know, some of the things we bought, some of the things we sold, 
um, some of our thoughts on, on the current projects um, that are popular. And recently we started doing guests and we actually had um, uh, Extreme Tom, one of the founding developers uh, from Cool Cats on as our first guest, which was exciting. And uh, we just actually had um, Lil Newbie, one of my first friends in the NFT space. She came on to talk about her journey um, yesterday. So yeah, we've just been, I mean, what are we up to like 27 episodes and uh, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of people say they really enjoy it and yeah, it's just really nice to be able to kind of talk about things and, you know, um, uh, yeah, just, just kind of talk about what, what I'm up to and, you know, um, hear from other people as well with, uh, you know, the projects that they think we should talk about and, and all that, but yeah, it's been a blast so far. Yeah, I, I've listened to that episode about the cool cats and the cool pets it got oh, me nice. super stoked because i also have an allow list for cool pets which i'm excited about nice um, yeah yeah i didn't there it was, was a good so episode. much <laughs> yeah there was literally so much that i didn't know i was like what the heck how do i yeah. not know all this already but yeah he was talking all about the pets and the quests and like the milk token and it was like well, they really put a lot different of things, and you're just like, okay, this is more complicated than just buying, yeah, a right. cool pet. That, that's yeah, what, I'm gonna have to listen now because I'm having FOMO. So just so you know, yeah. right after this, I need the link. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link. Perfect. So yeah, no, that's cool though, and I think um, you know, there's so like there's such a need for information and good information being put out in this space i think that um you know like a weekly rundown style like that's really cool and and very helpful for even like people that are already in the space but people that want to jump in as well um like trustworthy source is always good yeah definitely and you know it's like obviously we're not perfect we don't know everything but you know i i kind of also hope to just inspire other people as well to to you know start their own podcast and no, I love that you ladies are like doing a whole NFT or NF Queens podcast and everything. And, and, and for my show, um, you know, I had told my co-host pretty early on that if we were going to do guests, I wanted it to be equal, like, you know, for every guy, there's a girl, like, and make sure that it's kind of like equal to, to, I mean, honestly, to kind of make it seem like there's more females in the space to make more females like comfortable, like, uh, you know, getting into NFTs um by like I guess uh just kind of showing it as if you know it's 50 50 um but yeah I mean yeah I I love that you guys are you guys have a podcast and everything and I I think we need more NFT podcasts actually agreed yeah it's a lot more work than I thought it was um I I will (laughs) because I make you do all the work (laughs) well I'm just shouting out you know podcasters uh people think that you know, I don't know, I guess I don't know if people think that, but if they think it's easy, it, it is a little more challenging than I thought it would be. So, but yeah, that that's very cool. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, I'm so glad we have uh, my co-host, his friend is like our producer and like, man, if it wasn't for him, you know, I, I don't know if we'd be able to, to do this every single week because, you know, he really takes the time to go through, edit, upload, you know, he manages the Twitter, like all that. And so... Yeah, I, I really appreciate him for all the stuff that he does uh, for us. And it, yeah, it's definitely hard if it's just, you know, if, if it's just two people, you know, it can be a little tough if you don't have someone like as a producer or something, you know, to kind of um, do a little extra work um, that maybe, you know, 
you're not able to do because you're more of the person talking and you're more of the face, you know. But yeah. Exactly. So you're into marketing. You you work for Evaluate Market. Do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what they are? Yes. So Evaluate Market um, basically started out just um, being a site where you can check your account value for MBA Top Shot because, you know, on MBA Top Shot, it's like you can collect all these moments, but you don't really know how much what they're worth and like how much your collection as a whole is worth. And so um started out just just as that and uh and then we ended up you know branching out to other projects and we have cool cats board apes um gutter cat gang like a ton of other uh ethereum based projects on our site that you can also analyze and you know track your uh the value of your nfts and and stuff like that um but now we're kind of you know wanting to pivot to more flow based projects um and so yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's been really fun, like working with them. I, I think it's almost been a year I started working for Evaluate in April. So, um, but yeah, it's just, it's just been, it's just been really fun. Um, kind of, you know, working in Web3 and like, you know, literally my whole life is just NFTs. So yeah, really immersed in it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So uh, you, you're the head of marketing there? Yes, I mean technically I'm kind of the only person the in only. my department. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, it sounds fancy. You you are marketing. <laughs> yeah, they're like whatever you want your title to be. I'm like head of marketing it is. <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So a qu- a question I wanted to ask was you know, we have this podcast to highlight women in NFTs um you know share their experiences so how do you feel being a a woman in the space and having you know so many followers and having such a powerful voice do you feel like you have like you know a responsibility because there's not so many women in the space um well i i mean i first of all i do feel a responsibility um for um well, I guess, I mean, I don't know. I don't really think about that too much, honestly. But, um, but yeah, I do recognize that, okay, I am kind of like a, a leader, a female leader in space. And, um, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't often think about it. I'm more of like the type of person where I'm like, wait, can I do that? Yes. Okay, let me just do it. <laughs> so, like, yeah, growing a following on Twitter, I mean, I don't know. It's just nice to tweet and to connect with people. One of my favorite things is just like connecting with people and like I love in real life events and and I love like messaging people, um, you know, in the space. And and so, yeah, having a platform is also helpful with that. Um, And I don't know. I just really like social media. So I think it just ties in well. But yeah, I hope I do inspire um, other females, you know, in the space to kind of do more. Um, you know, it can be intimidating, I guess, if you're, um, you know, if you don't see that many people that look like you and then you're like, you know, oh, am I welcome here? But, you know, I think a lot of the times you just have to do things that are like outside of your comfort zone and, um, and, you know, just step outside of your comfort zone and, and try some new things. But I definitely always get nervous when I'm like doing Twitter spaces and stuff. And it's like, all dudes like up there talking and I'm like the only girl I'll, I'll definitely get a little nervous but 
I also, you know, I realize I'm also like representing, you know, females. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> I hate trying to break into those conversations because I always feel like I have to yell basically to be yeah. heard. And I don't yeah. want to be that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, I'm kind of a little bit loud as it is. So I guess it works out for me. Yeah. And I think like you said, like just being visible and, you know, having your podcast, being on Twitter, um, interacting, I think that in the long term, like it just helps, it'll help draw people here. And when they, when they are drawn to the space, they'll see that it's a welcoming, you know, community. So I love to see it. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, that that this space just keeps growing and trending in the positive way of, you know, as women and men as equals. So it's it's definitely trending there so hopefully we yeah, can keep it up yeah yeah and honestly people are really friendly in this space like i mean when i first got started on nba top shot like yeah there wasn't too many female collectors but um i i decided i wanted to start making youtube videos um about about like just collecting moments and and a lot of guys were just really supportive and and you know nobody really like said anything bad to me like you know, a lot of the times it's just these like fears in your head of what you think like might happen. But honestly, people have been really nice and I haven't really had any bad experiences. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you if you take yourself seriously, people will take you seriously as well, you know, for the most part. So. But yeah, people are super welcoming, uh, which is nice. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think, um, you know, there's so many allies and uh, for every bad experience, there's like a hundred good ones to, you know, yeah. kind of cancel that out. So, um, I mean, I love this space, so I'm, I'm personally glad to be a part of it. And um, I think that people should definitely give it a shot if they have the chance. Yeah, you know, just jump in. You know, that's that's the easiest way to learn is just like jump in and, you know, you'll figure things out. But you know, if you, if you don't, if you don't try, then you'll never know, you know, so you might as well just test things out. And, and yeah, and, and, it, and it's like, that's the thing too, about um, NFTs, a lot of them are really expensive. And so, you know, I feel for the people like just getting started in the space, because it's like, oh, my God, do I have to put in a lot of money, you know, like, but I feel like um, there's also a lot of smaller projects that have really strong communities. And, you know, especially if you're new, like, I think the best thing is to find a project and community that you resonate with and just kind of, you know, um, really just go all in on that because um, at the end of the day, the community members are what help make the project great, you know. Absolutely. I definitely agree. And I think, you know, I was thinking um, back to, like uh, for example when we got when ENS dropped their token so if you had an ENS name which your mm-hmm. e- your ENS name is actually awesome how did you think of that <laughs> oh my gosh somebody um i think it was nfts anonymous he dm'd me one day randomly and he's like he's like yo you should get jenny from the blockchain.eth and i was like huh like i didn't even first of all know how to do that and I was just like, oh, yeah, like, clever name, like, whatever. And then and then I was really thinking about it. And I, like, tweeted about, tweeted it out. Like, oh, Jenny from the blockchain is, like, a cool name. And then um, Walshy, I have to shout out Walshy. He was super helpful. He was like, 
he's like, hey, if you actually want to register that as an ENS name, like, I can help you out. Like, it's actually pretty simple because, you know, I, I didn't know how to do that. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that are super helpful and they'll show you how to do things if you don't know how. But, yeah, I registered it and then I was like, you know what, this is actually... This is a clever name, not to toot my own horn here, but yeah, Jenny from the blockchain, clever name. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, you know, it really is. It's awesome. It's I like, <laughs> everyone knows it. It's like, you know, it's a thing now. The only yes. problem is yeah. I get the song stuck in my head. Every I know. Time I see it. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I always sing it in my head, too. It's funny. I actually, um, this guy, uh, Carlos, it's just Los on Twitter. He made me a rap. I have to post it. Um, but yeah, he made me like a Jenny from the blockchain rap, which is dope. Oh, that's awesome. So <laughs> yeah, you could have it as like your, you know, it's like your walking intro music. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I need, I need some type of another type of show that I can do so I can have that be like my intro song. That would be great. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I was thinking with ENS, um, you know, ENSs are fairly cheap unless you have like you know a crazy popular one or something like that so just being in this space and and registering your ENS you know everyone got drop tokens so just pretty much being in the space being active I mean there's definitely a lot of different ways than just you know loading all your money into crypto and buying that way I think you know there's a lot of ways and opportunities for people to build um, themselves up in this space which I think is cool as well yeah a lot of platforms are rewarding uh users you know for using their platform so yeah even if you don't actually spend money like just by using certain platforms and you know some people have a whole have a whole like spreadsheet of like oh these are the these are the platforms that haven't dropped tokens yet that maybe they potentially will. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, for looks rare, it was crazy because if they were airdropping uh, the looks token for people who had, um, you know, been using the OpenSea marketplace because they're a new NFT marketplace and they're trying to basically bring over all the OpenSea users onto their platform. Um, and so it was like, it was cool. It's like, you just claim these tokens and obviously you have to be careful, right? Cause you don't want to get scammed or, or you don't want like to, yeah, connect your wallet to a site that's, um, suspicious or anything, but, but, um, but yeah, it is super cool that, you know, the whole, uh, token claiming concept. I think that's like, I don't know. It's just so fun. Free money, right? I love. I know. Money. And it's been a lot lately, especially with like SOS on Christmas Eve, like, that oh was, yeah that was crazy um and i just think it's funny that like, all of these platforms are like launching based off of like open sea and then open is like just sitting there open is like um what the? <laughs> they're just like we're gonna let everyone else around us do what we should be doing and then we'll just still Dang. barely I run know. yeah i really want to know what's happening behind the scenes like what is ha- like are they like it's like Do that that meme like- you see going around where it's like the kids with the laptops on the ping pong table like that is probably the open sea <laughs> office wherever they're located dang yeah everyone's like making fun of them because they're like oh they probably just have three employees like in reality they probably have like i don't know how many employees actually but i, I mean at least it doesn't i would say but yeah it doesn't seem like you know maybe they're working on the back end and that you know they're building stuff out but I know it is kind of like it's it's like what is OpenSea doing, especially when Looks Rare is like 
launching all these new features and stuff and then yeah their announcement today about any nft sales will go to um the weth rewards so Hmm. that's pretty big um there i i definitely see them you know making the effort to you know be a part of the space so oh yeah yeah and dingling is like you know one of the people behind it and that dude's mega wealthy and he's always writing threads too on you know what's happening with looks rare i like how how good they are at communicating um with like their customer base so i i think that's yeah they i feel like looks rare has a lot going for them uh but we'll see i mean you know obviously i do like OpenSea as well because it's like you know they've been around for i don't know years a couple it's years like the right? one you love to hate like <laughs> yeah it's a toxic relationship um, it really is <laughs> someday we'll be nostalgic for the open sea days yeah we'll, we'll look back on our on our days when we were you know buying and selling on open sea yeah mostly just buying for me but you know <laughs> i actually hadn't spent enough to get the looks drop which makes oh, me very dang. sad my biggest purchase was a lot of sandbox land but that's through the sandbox so it didn't like oh (laughs) right but yeah i'm happy for everybody else totally i'm not jealous at all (laughs) i'm totally not jealous at all (laughs) i didn't get the ens drop either everybody says (laughs) you're early and i'm like i don't feel early right now Uh but it's good Mm -hmm. we're still early and there will still be many more drops i'm sure we're all gonna make it guys yes exactly who i hope So a question um, we like to ask all of our guests that come on are what would be your advice to women that, you know, maybe want to jump into the space? Maybe they're like you and they see something they like, like when you found Top Shot, um, but they just, you know, they're second guessing themselves. What what would be your advice to them? Just do it. Don't ever think it, you know, push yourself, challenge yourself and, you know, do something that makes you feel uncomfortable. That's what I would say. Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's great advice. That's It seems like there's definitely a common theme among, yeah, you know, sure. the advice that we get. And, and that's definitely one of them is just, you know, jump in, be involved, don't be scared. And it, it really is true. It's, I always say, like, so many places and corners and opportunities in this space that just jump in and you'll never be the same. Yep, exactly. And worst case scenario... You lose money, but you learn some stuff along the way, you know, so it's not that bad. Yeah, we always try to say at least, uh, you know, we met a lot of friends and we try to convince ourselves that that'll be good enough if we do, if it all does. We made along the way, right? (laughs) Yeah. And then when it's all zero and I just have like a (laughs) graveyard of JPEGs. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Remember when we could have sold for, yeah, those thousands Uh. of dollars, but we held to zero. Those were the days. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's why we always say like don't invest uh more than yeah. you can afford to lose right for sure so. and some people have higher risk tolerance than others you know yeah, exactly yeah and it this is like we should you know probably say like this is you Not know we're joking around like be like you should be serious about you know your investments and in, in your risk tolerance and stuff like that it, it's all good and fun to make jokes but you know at the end of the day it is a real serious thing for most people so yeah for sure for sure yeah 100 percent well, thank you so much for coming on, chatting with us today. Um, it's so awesome uh, that, you know, 
all the stuff you're doing in the space, uh, your platform and your podcast and, you know, just really trailblazing for women in this space. So thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us today. Of course. Yeah. You know, happy to do it. And it was nice uh, chatting with you ladies. It's always fun, you know, talking about NFTs. I always love it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. and I'm sorry and, for calling you Canadian. Oh, <laughs> that's my bad. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and your podcast. Uh, you want to tell people where they can you know, find you or your podcast? Yeah. Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter, Jennifer underscore Sudo S U T T O, and then uh, my podcast is just called NFT Catcher Podcast. Um, it's on Spotify, Apple, and maybe some other stuff. <laughs> Not sure, but yeah, the main ones it's out there. Yeah, the main ones. It's out there on the internet. Just Google it. Okay, you'll find it. Yeah, awesome. So yeah, thanks for coming on, and um, we can't wait to catch up with you. You know, maybe a little way down the road. Yeah, of course. Have a good one. You too. That's all for this episode of NF Queens podcast. We're presented by Non Refungible Network. You can find us on Twitter at NF Queens Podcast. And stay tuned for next week. Bye.